Welcome back, my growing beautiful family. I know I've been gone. It is Thursday. I know you guys are lady. Where have you been? <laughs> I am back. Yesterday was my birthday, and the day before yesterday, I actually took off work. Because you guys know you gotta have some of that good old birthday time. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna have my time, but I am gonna get right back to work on Thursday, the day after my birthday. Because baby, we need all of our gems. We need all of the knowledge. We need all of the food that needs to be fed to our soul, our spirit, our mind, everything. Mm-mm. Gotta get back to business. <laughs> Anyways, I titled this episode, guys, Mental Health and God, and I subtitled this episode, Coming Up Against What's Built In. How many of you have struggled with the thoughts in your mind, how many of you have felt like you were at war with yourself each and every day? How many of you have felt like I am tired? Baby, I can't do this not a day longer. I felt that too. Let's get into this episode. So as we know, mental health, that topic alone, a lot of people shy away from because Quite frankly, they're embarrassed of it. Let's just be 100. Let's be real. We're embarrassed of it because people are not understanding. Some people who think that they may not suffer with mental health issues. Some people make underhanded jokes about it. It's just a topic that feels very foreign. It feels very isolating. It feels um, that you cannot really voice if you have any struggles with your mental health. And um, I don't know if you guys remember, if you've been listening to me for a long time now, if you remember my backstory, I was 24 years old when I was diagnosed with depression. I've suffered with depression all my life. And um, there was a period in my life where it felt the darkest. And I just remember every freaking day, it just felt like a battle a battle to get up, a battle to do my everyday things, you know, a battle to want to do the right thing, a battle to, you know, um, get up and do the things that I know I needed to do. At that time, I had a little baby, you know, it, it was just a war zone in my mind. And I think a lot of people don't understand the wars that some people go through in their mind and how difficult and how hard it is. But you know what? There's always a word. There's always, I don't know, God just always shines his face when you are hungry, when you are searching, when you are genuinely trying to have that relationship with him. And it's crazy how I ran across this lady. She has... Um, a background in therapy and I, I ran across her just already looking at a pastor. You guys know I love T.D. Jakes, but just already feeding my spirit and my soul. It's amazing how God will just place things in front of you. He'll he'll give you resources. He'll start to reveal things to you. And it's always when you get in that place of being serious, being honest with yourself, you know, getting into that space of this is, these are the things that I need to do to take care of my internal world. And let me get her name. Cause this is terrible. I always do this. I forget people's name. Her name is Dr. Anita Phillips. And I just love to see mental health and ministry combined. 
because we did, let's face it, especially as believers, we need to have something concrete in God, um, knowing that this is something that God can help us with too. Because like I said, mental health is a isolating, it feels like you just do not fit in with everybody else. You know, you you just feel isolated and it just, it, it feels really wonderful to know that God works in everything in our lives. Nothing that we come up against is too hard for God or not in his word. If you guys um, would like to listen to someone who has a background in mental health, she has a podcast as well. Her name is Dr. Anita Phillips. I just want you guys to know that. So just in case, you know, you want to get in depth in your mental health journey Go on and and go over on to her podcast and tune in. I wanted to talk about this today because I, like I said, strongly feel like this is something that we need. I, I was so excited to see this. And maybe I'm late. Maybe you guys have seen other people who have backgrounds in therapy in church, but I just never really seen this. So I was just super, super, super excited. I want to bring up balance. Balance is something very, very important that we need in our life. Balance helps us, especially if you're suffering with mental health issues. I can remember being diagnosed at 24 with depression, suffering with depression all my life, and remember going to see um, a psychologist. And I just remember he was, you know, asking me specific questions because that's how they're able to diagnose you. Um, he was asking me about my background, you know, my family history, what activities I do, what I eat. And I could just remember, you know, me telling him all the things that he needed to know down. And I could just remember him saying, okay, you don't do enough of this. You don't do enough of that. You don't do enough of this. And there was another, um, therapist that I saw that work within the facility. And I remember she was asking me, what type of shows do I look at? You know, what do you look at um, a lot? And she, I remember her telling me, you need to look at um, more family oriented shows, more uh, shows that shows a lot of love, you know, a lot of togetherness, a lot of foundation type of shows and it just brought me to that word balance and why it's so important especially people who walk with Christ to have balance in your life if you think about it the way God designed us our organs have to be balanced with one another if one organ isn't working it dis- it disrupts our whole body you know everything about us and if we are out of balance. Everything in our lives crumble just off that one thing. So if you suffer with mental health issues, like I said, this is a this is something that that feels very isolating one. And so you already are in a space of feeling like an outcast, like out balance. I don't know how to explain it, but just like you don't belong, you know, and when you are in that space, you can be all over the place. You can 
start to do things scrambling to try to get balance in your life, to try to make things make sense in your life. And having God and knowing that he is a vessel that you can use in your walk of trying to get your mental health together, trying to get your emotions under control, you know, trying to um, do whatever it is to take care of your mental health. It's important that you seek out faith-based, let me see, ways of taking care of your mental health. I was actually looking at a article about how they are now in the psychiatry world bringing in spirituality and bringing in methods to help people get better. You know what I'm saying? Mentally. And I came across this one article. It's called, um, it's on the scientific American, um, dot com website and it's called psychiatry needs to get right with God. And when I was reading this article, I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was surprised how much they had discovered how God can <laughs> help you on a whole, uh, on a level that they can't even help you. And let me just kind of read in on what this article was stating and um, kind of give you guys, you know, just a glimpse of what I'm talking about. So it says in the early days of the pandemic, economist Jeanette Benson, I hope I'm saying her this lady's name right, of the University of Copenhagen, I don't know if I'm saying that right, examined Google searches for the word prayer. In 95 countries, she identified that they hit an all-time global high in March of 2020. And increases occurred in lockstep with the number of COVID-19 cases identified in each country stateside. According to the Pew Research Center, 55% of Americans prayed to end the spread of the novel coronavirus in March of 2020. And nearly one quarter reported that their faith increased the following month, despite limited access to houses of worship. And I'm going to kind of skip through because I don't want to read this whole article, but I want you guys to kind of see um, what I was talking about when I said God will get in those places, baby, that we think that he ain't got access to and turn that thing around. But let me go on and get back to on topic. Okay, so it says these are not just interesting psychological trends. They are clinically significant. Spirituality has historically been dismissed by psychiatrists, but results from a pilot program at McLean Hospital in Massachusetts indicate that the attention to it is critical, is a critical aspect of mental health care. In 2017, my multidisciplinary team of mental health clinicians, researchers, and chaplains, and I hope I'm saying that right, created spiritual psychotherapy for inpatient, residential, and intensive treatment. And it's called SPIRIT. 
um, a flexible and spirituality integrated form of cognitive behavioral therapy. We subsequently trained a cadre of more than 20 clinicians stationed on 10 different clinical units throughout the Midland Hospital to, li- to deliver spirit and evaluated the approach. Since 2017, spirit has been delivered to more than 5,000 people. Our results show or suggest that the spiritual psychotherapy is not only feasible, but highly desired by patients. This just goes to show that there is nothing on this earth (laughs) too hard for God. It's nothing that we face here that we cannot get through with the help of God. Mental health, when I heard Dr. Anita Phillips get up and talk about mental health and God, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was about to cringe because I was like, ooh. <laughs> People who really suffer with severe mental health issues like bipolar, um, schizophrenia, it's like, oh my God, because some of those diagnoses are things that you feel that you don't have control over. There's there's no nothing that you could do that is going to help you on your own, which in some cases is true. You you always have to cuz I don't want people to get confused and think that God didn't create resources. I believe God create therapists, psychiatrists, for us to have access to, to help us get through things. But I think that we think that they're the only ones who can help because they have a background, they go to school, they, you know, study in that area. And I think sometimes, like I said, we you get in this isolated mode thinking, oh my God, I already feel embarrassed about this thing and it's only a limited place where I can get help for this. To understand and know that, oh my God, like I can go to God with this. I can get better with this. Because I was reading this article earlier and they went on to say that there were people who were feeling suicidal. Because this is a, a long article. There were people who were feeling suicidal. There were people who were in the church and was still suffering from depression and stuff like that. And, and, and wanting to take their life. And they said that they will go in there with this organization to help people understand their faith and their walk with God. And those people got better like that. Like the medication couldn't get it. The therapy alone couldn't get it. But when they input God in that thing, they start to see different results. Us as people need to to get something that we feel is going to work in our lives. We all are like, we're just, we're, I think we're just wired that way that we, we have to, there has to be something there that we see is going to work in our lives. And sometimes I think that we count God out sometimes. Sometimes we'd be like, ah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I have to say, God has been showing me some things like never before. And I, I, I really believe it's because 
I am now, like I said, taking a deeper dive into my Bible, something that I have never done. I have always skimmed through pages. This reminds me of when I was in school, baby. I would, before a test, I'm looking at the back of the book. I'm skimming through pages, just trying to get the answer. And God is like, no, read my word. And the reason I didn't really care to read the word was because some stuff I didn't understand, one. I'm like, God, I, what is hithered and bosom? And I, I don't know these words. <laughs> like, what is this? You know, and, and it's boring to me. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's, 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 it's amazing when you get to this place, like I said, of hunger, your eyes are open differently. It's like the words start popping out to me and I start understanding what he was saying. It, it was like a new set of eyes, a new pair of, I don't know what it is. When you start to take God seriously, there is nothing in your life that he cannot come and, and, and uproot that, like pull you up out of that thing. And if I had known this years ago, let me just say this. When I went and step foot in that, that psychologist's office and they gave me some medication. I could just remember the next morning I felt I couldn't even get out of bed. So I haven't took any medication since I was 24 years old because I said, I just, I it's not for me. I haven't even went to therapy or any, it was just, I don't know. I always had faith in God though. The only difference was I had faith in God. But I didn't have no strong relationship with God. Like I, I was going to church here and there, but I wasn't in my word like that. Like I wasn't, I would just be reading the scriptures that the the, the preacher was talking about. Or I would just be looking for scriptures, like I said, that was, was helping me with whatever it is I was going through. And the thing about it is with mental health that's so tricky is that we, when you're going through something like depression, you think about the circ- like what's going on around you, right? Like, oh, I went through this hard thing in my life, so that's why I'm depressed. Um, this is happening in my life right now, so that's why I'm depressed. And so you look at the thing and not the depression. You see what I mean? And though you are supposed to look at the thing, because when you look at the thing, it tells you what makes you feel depressed. But if you don't get the research and the knowledge on the actual depression, you cannot help yourself. And I feel like when you look into the word, it's all there for us. It's like it's just there. Like you open up the way. It's like, oh, my God, it's hard for me to explain but it's 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 necessary that balance be important in your life when it comes to understanding psychology in Christ you you got to have balance in every area of your life doesn't mean that every day is going to be balanced because let's face it life becomes life <laughs> at times and we don't have control over everything that happens but Making sure we have as much balance as possible in our lives helps us a lot. And what I think balance is, is making sure you get up every single day and 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 and, and put your, what did they say? Not your garments on, your protection on every day. Reading your word every day 
getting before God. Like, I do not start my day no more without God. I used to. I am not going to lie to you. I used to sometimes get up and pray. And when I was, um, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, when I was 24, when I was having faith and stuff, I, I just wasn't serving him the way I am now. And I could tell the difference. He has gotten me from that point, from 24 up into the end. Guys, I'm 36 now. Yes, my birthday just passed. I'm 36. <laughs> but he has gotten me that far without having to take medication and all of that. Not to say that I didn't need it. I probably did. But I'm saying that he kept me all this time and tired and got my mind on right enough to start to seek him in the way that he desired me to seek him. It's amazing. Like I'm saying, once you get into that 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 how do you say that atmosphere of wanting to change your life for real for real and sometimes we don't know that until we get into a desperation place or shoot because I done been in desperation places a couple times but I guess when when you're ready to mature for real when you're ready to let go of those things that 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 conflicts with your mental health when you're willing to stop putting yourself in situations that make you go into depression mode. You know what I'm saying? That that puts you in a place to want to know more about you. Another thing that I am learning with this season of my life and, and my journey, my walk this time around, because <laughs> it's way better than the first time I walked with God, really walking with him. This is when you really start to see yokes breaking your life. When you really start to see the fruits of God in your life. When you really get into the word. I used to, I'm not going to lie to you. I used to hate when they, when the preacher would say that. Like, you need to get in the word for yourself. Like, who want to read? Listen, I don't want to read all this. <laughs> and now I'm excited each and every day to get up and read the word. I'd be like, girl, who is you? This is a new person because I don't know you because you don't be liking to read all that. <laughs> but it's so, so important. Everything works together in a rhythm. Like I said, getting up in the morning, making sure you get in, in, in front of God praying, making sure you are equipped every day. This is how you help yourself with your mental health. If you know that you suffer with mental health issues severely, you can you cannot afford to go a day without reading your word, praying, talking to him. Talk to him like as if you're talking to a friend. Tell him when you're not feeling it today. When you feel when you get up in the morning and and you feel like you can't do nothing. Talk to him. Talk to him when you are excited about life. Because let's face it, with mental health issues, you have those highs and lows. You have them, them times when you're feeling your absolute best and you have them times when you feel down. That needs, both of them times, you need to be in search of God. This is what balances out everything in your mental health world. Not going from one extreme to the next. And I know some people do not have that um, control. Like when they get into a manic or a, a place where they feel like they're out of control. 
But if you get into your word before you get into that place of manic, you're going to remember the word when you get in that place. And the reason why I know that is because that depression tried to creep up on me a couple days ago. And that word that I have been studying and getting into helped me through it. Because it, 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 this is the thing. When you get on that right path, oh, I, like I told y'all, the test is going to come. The test will come to test your faith, to test if you are equipped. It will test you. And I'm happy that I have now dived into the word like I have never done before. Because now when I get into that dark place, because let's face it, we're going to always have that place. Y'all know that place that tries to take you back. And it's like, oh, no, I'm equipped now. This is the whole reason why we need God, because you're never going to live a life free of nothing trying to come up against you, your own mind trying to come up against you, you know, your own body. That's the time when you are equipped with the word and you like, you know what? It feels so good. To be in a place when you feel like you you starting to spiral out, right? You you start to feel it because it come on. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Let me un- untwine this real quick. Oh, no. I don't remember what God said about me. I don't remember what God's word said about me. I don't remember how I felt when I was going by what God told me to do. That's another thing. When you start moving in God's word, baby. And, and and God start revealing himself in all areas of your life and things start going a particular way because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And let me just say this, God don't start breaking and opening, breaking yokes and open up doors because you, you done got into the word and you think if I get in the word, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to unlock, you know, the blue code or whatever of life. No, God is looking at your heart. He looking at if you really hungry for him. He looking at if you really trying to help yourself. He looking at if you really hungry for who he is and his love and, and what he has brought you here on this earth to do. I ask God every day. Please show me what it is that you want me to do. What is it that you want from me, God? When I had got into that place a couple of days ago, let me tell you what I said. When I was in that place, when I felt it coming on, I said, God, no matter how I feel right now, no matter how I feel right now, I believe in you. I trust you. I don't trust this feeling that I'm feeling right now. I'm not going to put my everything into this feeling. I'm not going to entertain this feeling. I am going to entertain what you said. I am going to entertain you in this time. And I also was letting God know that, yes, I feel this feeling, but I have not forgotten you, God. I have not forgotten you. And when I start to say that, that thing start lifting up off of me. That heaviness you start to feel, that thing start rising up off of me. It is so important to Man, make sure you guys have your weapons in God. 
I know the struggle it is to fight against your own mind and your thoughts and the criticism and the underhandedness that comes with, you know, having mental health issues. It makes it harder to take your mental health seriously when you see people playing around with this word. I I understand it. I understand how you feel. I understand it. Sometimes those down days are so strong and your mind just starts to think that this is your life. Sometimes we identify with our mental health issues. Sometimes we put that thing on us like this is our identity. Oh, I can't do that thing because y'all know my manic and I start having highs and lows. And once you start declaring that thing over you, you put yourself in a darker, deeper hole and you isolate yourself. But once you start speaking God's word over that thing, oh, this is why I'm so happy that we got the, oh, Dr. Anita, please. She was breaking it down, baby. I was like, yes, God. She, I think she was breaking down the, um, the pea plant and how it looks like the brain. And she was, oh my God, guys, y'all have to go check her out. Please go check her out. Remember that a bad day is still a good life, baby. Do whatever it is that you guys need to do for your emotional needs. If you got to go to therapy, if you got to take medication, but understand that you do not have to do that just by itself. You need your faith. You need God wrapped up all in that. That's the balance. Not thinking that. I just need therapy and I just need medication. And then when that don't work, when you start to feel like I took my medicine and I still you, you cannot just use that alone. God has to be your source. Therapy and medication and other things that you need to do, like eating well, taking care of your body. All of those things create a balance to keep you in the rhythm, a flow Because once you break that flow, have you noticed when you break a flow, everything crumbles. Create a flow, a rhythm in your life around your mental health, though. Start to create a flow so you won't get into those places where you feel isolated. Doesn't mean that you won't have times where you may feel manic. Doesn't mean that you will not have times when you feel like you're going into a dark place. But when you are equipped, you're able to get out of that thing. If you're not equipped, if you're not feeding your spirit, if you're not feeding your mind, if you're not researching things that can help you. If you're not going to therapy when you know you should be going to therapy, if you're not taking your medication that day when you knew you should have took it, you're breaking the flow. You're breaking the rhythm. God works with everything that you do in a rhythm that helps you, that builds you. Remember, when you get in the word, the word is, is, is there to make you stronger, It equips you. Every single day, guys, I have to listen to the word of God. Because that is my weapon. You got to do what's necessary for your mental health for real. Like this is something really, really serious that you can't really, you know, just be like, ah, it is what it is. This is my life. 
Look at how God designed our bodies. Look at how he designed everything within us. Everything within us, our organs, everything work together. And it works together to make sure everything within us is functioning well. And I know some of us, you know, may think the the chemicals are, are, are the makeup in my brain is just not right. And that's the reason why I have mental health issues. And again, you identify with it. You know, again, you, you think that that's just who you are. And though that may be true that there's some wiring or some things that just not connecting the way they need to be. If you find a rhythm, you're able to cope. You're able to allow God to come in there with you in that place and keep you. Help you. Because, baby, I am a living witness. I don't know how he kept me all these years. I I don't know how he kept me all these years. You know, I have never been in a place where I, I haven't been able to go to work or do that. The only time I ever been in a place where I couldn't do the things that I needed to do on a day to day basis is when I did take the medication. But that was just me. That was just my experience. But if you know you need to take medication, do that for yourself. But also know that God is right there with you. Keep feeding your mind and your spirit with God's word, even in days when you don't feel good. That's the most important. Make it a habit. And understand, too, that it takes time. You know how we, when you plant a plant and you put the seeds and you, you, you make sure the soil is good. All the things that we battle with takes a little time. We got to be a little more patient because I believe that patient, not having patience is what makes us throw in a towel and just say this. It is what it is. Have a little patience with yourself. Allow God's word to penetrate through you. It's like when you exercise, you got to keep doing that thing to see that thing work in your life. You got to. You have to keep doing it. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. You get stronger mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Always remember God's word. When you're going through an episode, when you're feeling depressed, open up that Bible. And if you don't feel like opening up with right then and there, because baby, like I said, when I had that, that, that moment, it wasn't like I wanted to go hopping in the word. What I did was put in the atmosphere and saying to God, I ain't forgotten you. I just had, it was it's funny now that I look at it, I just had to say that. Because I said, uh-uh, you ain't taking me out. Uh-uh, I'm not, we ain't doing this. <laughs> no. And even when I was in the, the, you know, feeling like I wanted to cry or whatever, I said, God. I see you. I see you. Even through the dark, I see you. I know you with me. I know you with me. Keep strengthening me, God. Keep working on me and working through me, God. Keep at it within me. I'm not letting go of you, God. 
swear, and, and every time you do that, you start to feel his grace, his mercy. You start to feel his love. Those places that are wounded, because let's face it, everything comes from the heart and the emotions, even our mental disorders. Like I said, it's a balance. And if something, if you have been traumatized over and over, that's something that's out of whack in your body now. Your emotions is not working well now. Your emotions is all over the place now. And when your brain gets together with a broken place in your emotions, it creates chaos. And you need God to mend that. There, there's no therapy and it's just, I just, I really believe that we need balance. We need God. If we got to go to therapy, we need therapy. It has to be all together though. It can't be, I'm just going to therapy and that's going to help me because baby, I need more than talking to somebody. I need God in my everyday life. I can't afford to see a therapist every day. So I got to talk to God. I may not know how to do those assignments that I'm supposed to do in therapy, but I know God going to work on me if I seek his face, if I'm pure with my intentions, if I'm pure with my heart, if I'm really trying to seek after how he want me to live, live, if I'm opening up my Bible and understanding who I am in Christ and who he created me to be and everything that he created within me. That's the thing to get to know your God, get to know how he made you. Get to know his commandments and what he expects out of you. But also know that he's a gentle God. So nothing that he wants from you is nothing that you can't do. It's not so, oh my God, strict. I must do this. and No, it's out of love. I know that some people has, have made us look at God in a way that has felt like there is no way I can live up to what God wants me to be because baby ain't none of us perfect and he know that you ain't going to be perfect but he does want you to try to do the best that you can not be perfect but do the best that you can doesn't have to be so grand but what you can do even if it's a small thing start with the small thing if you're doing Taking care of your mental health is is a sign that you care about your life and how you show up in the world. It, it, It shows that you care about you, about your feelings and your emotions. And when you take care of your feelings and your emotions and your mental health, you're able to be a vessel. You're able to live the life that you were called to live. You're able to not feel like Your identity is your suffering because that's not your identity. Working on yourself, seeking God's face, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. I'm losing my voice now, guys. Losing my voice. But I want to ask you guys, how are you feeling? I have been putting up questions. If you guys listen to me on Spotify, you guys can reply to the questions that I put there. And for today, I want to know, how are you feeling? 
How are you doing, really? Y'all may hear my son in the background, sorry. Also, know that this life is bigger than us. And if we start to think about the bigger picture, we can start to get out of a prison. We can start to get out and be our best selves. I've been learning this a lot. We can decide to live a fruitful life when we understand that the vision God has is bigger than us. But he blesses you so tremendously when you trust him and you allow him to use you in a way that he wants to use you. And when he's using you to create a better people in the world, create a better world, your focus is not so much on a negative. It's not so much on the depression and, and you know, even because you're going to have those days, even on your walk, you're going to have them days where it's going to try to make it backslide or make you get in that place. And it's like, you know, it no, baby, I've been living it up. Don't you even try to come up on me. <laughs> You know, God done put me in a good place. I am not trying to go there with you. But I think when you take the focus so much off of those things that you're you able to get out of there, out of that prison. And you start to like, okay, I'm not identifying with this. Look, I am here to help other people. I am here to live a beautiful life. I am here to do other things, okay? I don't, I, I cannot allow this to take me out. I can't. What is your strategy to getting your mental health on the right track? Take care of yourself, babies. Take good care. Be well. Understand that what works for me may not work for you. But figure out what works for you. Figure it out by getting into his word and talking to him because he'll show you what he has for you that'll work for you. Until next time, babies, next episode. I love you guys so, so much. Mm-hmm.